All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of A Precarious Tale. I'm uh, one of your hosts, Maysara. Uh, it's March 26th. Joining us today. Uh, I'm today? the other host, Alan. Alan, Alan's uh, also here. What about our third Ben's host? Ben's not here, Classic as ben. usual. Classic Ben. But joining us today, we have our first uh, duo. We have Christina and Ethan. So honored to have you guys. Yeah, it's good to be on. Thank you. This has been a long time coming. We've been like on break for, I don't know, three weeks, four weeks. We kind of yeah, used the mainly my for... fault, mainly my fault with the move and everything. I've just been putting everything off. No, it's all good. It happens. You know, it, it's glad that you've moved in. We'll, we'll catch up with Alan a little bit. But uh, Christina and Ethan, appreciate y'all coming on. We last time had on Jennifer and Jennifer, uh, you know, we had mentioned that, like, you know, maybe some people would prefer to come on as a, you know, duo or maybe more than two. And she suggested you guys. And so we're so happy to have you all. How's everything been? Tell us about your spring break. Maybe something something special that y'all did over spring break. Yeah, it was, I think for me, it was just a nice chill week. Nothing much going on. Just kind of recharging the batteries. Where do you yeah. live, Ethan? So I live in an apartment downtown. It's uh, South you Side. You don't have to say exactly where I just, but I, you I, live, you live here in this area. So you, you, you just yeah. stay here in Birmingham. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. All right, then. What about you, uh, Christina? Yeah, about the same. It always takes me like three days into the break to even feel like I'm on a break. The rest, so the first three days you feel guilty because I'm not doing anything productive then I get a couple of days of recharging and then it's back to, oh, we're back in school and break's already over. But it was it was good. Just sort of the same thing, I guess. Just relaxing, trying to turn off my brain for, from dental school. Hey, we all need that. We all need a break. I always spend every break uh, trying to with withdraw from caffeine i guess uh go cold turkey from caffeine so i spend the first few days sick like mm-hmm. literally having withdrawal symptoms from not having caffeine and then getting to enjoy the remainder of my break coming back to school refreshed and then getting my uh caffeine tolerance back up hey this is the home stretch where we if we can get through april then we get clinical integration and then we get summer. So it's not so bad. Yeah. We're, we're, we're getting there. No, I know what you mean about like taking a few, you know, a couple of days just to feel like you're on a break. You're, you're still waking up when you don't want to wake up in the morning, this and that. But, uh, but it sounds like you guys came back all refreshed. That's, that's awesome. Well, this is a first on our podcast and I wanted to just go ahead and highlight that initially. You, uh, Christine and Ethan and uh, our classmates probably know, but you know, for those that aren't listening or in the future, um, you know, come back and listening. This is our first like couples to come on to come on to come on the podcast, and I'm pretty sure you two are also the first to like first people in our class as well to kind of be official. You know, couple this and that. So, it, you know, I think it's awesome. It's super cute. Could you guys tell us how you two met? Maybe did y'all know each other before dental school, or was this an in dental school situation? Uh, well, we met because I don't know if you guys remember, but just before dental school started so probably like march february march right before dental d1 year i started hosting some zoom game nights for people so i would like put a poll into the group me and host um like jackbox party games and uh, i think we also played some mario kart and just fun stuff like that and 
Ethan was one of the ones who would always come to the game nights. And so I guess, yeah, that's how we first met. We started talking and stuff just with a group of a bunch of people. Who yeah, come. yeah. That's and awesome. I think it's I think awesome. I mentioned on one of the previous podcasts that you're wanting to get like a Discord going, or that was something that'd be interesting. I think mm-hmm. way back before we got started, there was a Discord, and it's probably lost to the sands of time now. <laughs> but uh, that is yeah. awesome. No, for everyone that doesn't know, Christina is a savage in the gaming. I played with them once. Uh, we played uh, what was it, Dead by Daylight. And um, and you were you were just owning you were just owning. So Christina's awesome, but no, that is that is awesome. I'm uh, super happy. You know, th- it's a very fun uh, fun store that y'all kind of shared there, and uh, appreciate you guys sharing. But uh, the gaming side, I think that's a nice little transition because you're speaking to a couple of other. Well, this guy Alan, he calls himself a gamer or kind of games. He doesn't really game, Look, but I I I don't have a well. Uh, for one, Mace, the only game you're good at is Dota. So I don't know <laughs> if we could really call you a gamer. Uh, I feel like I'm a much better uh, FPS player than you are. Call of Duty, specifically. You can say all you want. We played last night, uh, or was it two nights ago, with Andrew, Andrew Zhang. Yeah. And it was like I hadn't left. It was just, I just picked up where I left off, top fragging. And you, you know, uh, politely did you just play a shipment the whole time. But, no, maybe, <laughs> but and politely telling my enemies that you know they can work on their game, giving them nice critical like feedback if, in a polite if manner. We were to record just one game of Mace uh, online, he would get kicked out of this. Hey, game. look, look, they've played with me and they know that I'm very well mannered, very uh, you know, decent, very kind. Uh, we, we, are y'all gonna vouch for me? Come on, guys. <laughs> I've of course, you were just giving them constructive criticism. Yes, they know what's up. <laughs> I think I think I've had one, exactly one Call of Duty lobby. There's a there's an infamous December story there. <laughs> okay, all right, you could go ahead and share that. I was hoping you'd forgotten, but go ahead, <laughs> you could share that story. I'm a little embarrassed, but I'll let you take over, Ethan. Yeah. So Amir and I were talking about. Uh, he he was like, "Come on, man, let's go, let's buy this game." And I was like, "Well, it's seventy dollars, but you know, I'll 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 get into it." Um, I think the last COD I played before uh, Modern Warfare Two was like the World War Two one. Yeah. It was like a few years back, but so I was getting back into it. But he uh, invited me on to play, and he's like, "Yeah, we got this. Like, a, he's just call me on Discord, and then you'll be talking to me." And then um, you can I'll, I'll invite you into the lobby. And I, I still don't know how it works because somehow I was in a game with him and I was like following him. But y'all were also in a lobby, like independent with him. Um, yeah. But I was I was talking through my like crappy controller mic. <laughs> and, and I knew I knew who all of you guys were, but I don't think you guys had any idea who I was. And I was like, uh, hey, uh. I, I don't. I wasn't using like your names or anything. I can't remember how I did it, but I was like, "Hey, uh, I think there's some dental students in this lobby or something." Yeah. And then you're like, "Who is this guy?" <laughs> like, dude, it sounds like you're uh, puffing on a bong here, dude. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> that was just my my crappy controller mic. Oh, oh I feel so oh. bad. I look. What happened was, like you said, we were in a lobby, and so the lobbies. I think the maximum was six at the time, or I think it's six in a in a party. So. There was four or there may have been five of this or four of us in the lobby. And then we invited Amir. And then with Amir, 
he, he came this other person. I was like, oh, I don't know who this rando is. Maybe someone he was randomly playing with. And yeah, the mic quality was a little sus. And yeah. I was just like, what's going on? So I was just letting you know. And then no, and by the and by the time you'd said that, I was like dying laughing. I was like, well, this is this is funny. He has no idea who I am. I'm just gonna like hang play out along. and yeah. play along. Yeah, yeah. I I felt and then I think it wasn't I didn't know the whole night. It wasn't until a couple of days later, I don't know where we were at, and you were like, by the way, this was me. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I feel so bad. I was flaming you. No, I thought, yeah, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it, was, it was all fine. You know, it's a nice way. Those days, I think that was before um, review of system. So those were some nice. Felt like man, that feels like so long ago. But yeah, those were some nice yeah. days where we had a lot of free time in a sense to kind of do our own studying, but also kind of decompress with gaming. So it's mm-hmm. good. Have y'all had a chance to uh, play some games recently? I mean, we've been we still play Dead by Daylight a lot. Nice. Um, we got that new um, the Hogwarts Legacy game. Uh, mm. It's only it's single player, but we just we have like two saves on there, and so we just switch back and forth who gets to spoil the next part of the game for the other person while we play. That's um, right. That's right. <laughs> that game is great. I also got it when it came out and I haven't gotten back on it, but uh I did spam it for a little bit before Oral Path, I think before the third exam. I was spamming it a bunch and then uh and then I always go back to Dota. What can I say? Dota's like my number one game probably, but he he hates Dota, Alan. Every time I say it, but it's I like do with a passion. It's like it's this, like a... this man will just drop all responsibilities <laughs> of life for this game. That's not true. Like everything comes second to this game. Uh, I remember when I found out you played Dota was during the anatomy lab and you were talking about that you'd been playing games or I think Alan you were poking him that he'd only played games all weekend so I was like oh what games and I I don't think I think most people you didn't expect that I played any video games you were very like oh it's just some video game and I was like waiting to hear what video games you're like it's it's this thing called Dota I'm like I know what Dota. <laughs> I think I surprised you very much. No, yeah, you did. I <laughs> we had it. So my first experience, and I'll this is I'll share this story. It's a little backtrack, but my first experience with Christina, we were doing the radiograph lab um, with Doctor uh, Patel. Was it or yeah, yeah. Doctor Patel, a super awesome guy. But so we were partnered up to give radiographs on each other. And she was like, "Let me warn you, I have you know these mandibular tori, and I'm like, I'm like a." dumb d1 i'm still a dumb d2 but at the time i didn't really know what a mandibular was because i don't have one and uh and i haven't seen it but you know i kind of know what it was but the point is she was a trooper because i was trying to get this radiograph in there and it was painful and we did it once i think we had to do it a second time because it wasn't a perfect angulation to try to get in there and we even had to do like some modified method where we got like i think it was just straight up pliers and just like put it in your mouth like it wasn't anything yeah. and we just put the beam in and went but you were like very i always i'm always nervous with those patient interactions and i know you're not a patient but we're simulating patient and uh you were super awesome and super like uh forgiving with me so i i always so i always had like okay christina's this awesome nice person awesome love it i think i had you also in hospital dentistry and you were also super professional super like welcoming and everything but then the the fun side of you i had not I, and and I guess this is maybe my bias. You can call it sexism. I didn't mean it in a sexist way, but I was like, oh, she's not going to really know what Dota is. Like, it's a 99% guy game. <laughs> you know? So I was like, what's the point of you trying to explain? 
And then, yeah, so you did surprise me. And then from there, that's the thing. That's how I got invited to play. Uh, we played Dead, Dead by Daylight that one night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, Because I've never played it. I just have a good friend who he loves Dota. So I've heard about it and I know a lot about it. Yeah. I haven't played, so you're not wrong there. But it, yeah. was, it was very funny to me. You're not missing out, Christina. <laughs> Trust me, your life is better Look, because yeah. you don't play that like, game. Like, Alan, and I've told Alan this, but if if... I don't know if Call of Duty is checkers. Dota is like seven D chess. Okay, Dude, you could Call never Duty play Dota checkers. I'm just saying I, it. You just run point and shoot at an enemy, and there's no team killing. That it is no, that's most... not. I mean, checkers has more thought than Call of Duty. Look, we tried to get him to play. Uh, not Apex. Um, Valorant, and he was not. Dude, I did. I was. I look. First of all, let's bring up the fact that I had just transitioned to. PC gaming, because I've always been a a Sony guy. I've always been a PlayStation guy, controller in hand. And so using a mouse and keyboard was so awkward. Like to run, I remember like what is it, shift to run? And my pinky just <laughs> to bend it that way. I was just like, these people have like a sixth finger or something. I don't understand how you could press all those buttons because everything's so condensed on a controller. So it's just easier. So they, you know, obviously Mace would give me a hard time, but this is an awkward transition for my hands, you know, mouse and keyboard. It's very, very different than. I'm having the opposite problem. My PC is currently dead. Um, oh. Rest in peace. But my brother has kindly given me his Xbox, and I am so bad with a controller. I can't aim. I can't both move and aim where I'm looking at the same time. It doesn't click in my brain. But... It's it's an odd transition. Like not well, Rowan's not a great example because she doesn't game in general. But we have been like we play some games. Like we played. Um, I I think it's the It Takes Two game. Mm. uh and she like like when i would tell her a button she would just like have such a hard time like figuring out where it was and how to press multiple buttons at the same time and everything and it is like and i like for me personally i started playing games when i was like four which is like really young i maybe uh i was spoiled but i i got my first playstation when i was four so i've been a playstation guy for uh should i say 24 years now so uh you know it's just been ingrained in me to use a controller and the only thing i used uh mouse and keyboard for were like was homework and youtube videos you know it's just a weird transition Yeah, i will say he is pretty good like we, we played uh some fighting games and any of those button smashing kind of you know uh, very little brain cell games you know he, he's very good at selling god <laughs> you know but, well, i he's a Kirby me up too, gross anatomy just made me think about like how crazy it was that you and i ended up in the same group mace <laughs> In Gross Anatomy. The odds of that. And Christina and Rugay, I just had to listen to his bicker for, what, two hours every, a couple of days a week. Yeah. Fuck. I was grateful to have you two. I was not about to start sawing full <laughs> and that was not going to happen. So, very grateful <laughs> Anatomy. for you guys. Anatomy was, uh, man, I'm so glad that that's over with. But that was, uh, that's that seems like a long time ago. But yeah, mm-hmm. we, and that, yeah. It does. It was nice. I mean, to have. It was. 
I mean, March, I mean, ago. spring break was a year from when we stopped. Uh, that's right. When Ghost Anatomy ended. That's right. That's right. Do you, do you guys think that um, to kind of bring it to dental school, do you think a little bit of the gaming side of things has helped us or helped you um, in PCD or in hand skills or just like maybe, you know, uh, that, that side of things? Or do you think is, is it hard? To, is it hard to tell whether it has or hasn't? Because obviously we have classmates that are brilliant at PCD that maybe don't play any video games. But I'm curious if you guys think that it had any hand in your, you know, hand-eye coordination. I, yeah, I guess it's hard to say because I don't know what I'd be like without having without it. games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do I, feel like it has helped just the like cramping of my hands or if you want to call that or like the fatigue or like whatever it may be. I, I'm, I, I feel like it has that help a little bit in that sense. But yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd agree. No, yeah. I also I was thinking about when you were saying Alan with switching from the controller to the keyboard that it was too far and I was thinking about that I was like I don't know if it's because I was used to playing games on the computer or I also took piano so I'm like between those maybe that just made I was used to using my hands like that for a long period of time but I guess it'd be hard to say you'd have to somehow compare people who haven't ever played video games and see but some people are just I think some people just picked up the hand skills just were like really early on very well it was very impressive some of our classmates yeah like I remember waxing I was terrible at waxing it was horrible and then some people were just creating these beautiful teeth out of nowhere I was like how what is this magic yeah I feel you on that I, how I always say it's it's because of my age I'm like it, if I had done it younger you know my those neuro pathways would have formed <laughs> but because i'm so old you know can't teach uh old dog new tricks you know although i, think, I did learn how to use a keyboard and mouse so maybe maybe you can hmm. <laughs> i'll put it in air quotes he learned no I, uh what was i gonna oh do you do you this is kind of a little transition but do you guys he brought up the age thing do do Alan and I or the A team do we come off as the older heads of the class like oh those bunch of old old farts old geezers like always taking a break are we are we loud and you know loquacious we always ask everyone that question so I was wondering what are your thoughts on the A team no I um I I can't remember what class it was but uh, one of the professors I think directly called you out he's like I was Doctor Blockos maybe he's like oh yeah I mean sorry he's like he's like how old are you. And I, I was just shocked. Like when I heard, I was like, "What?" Yeah. That was Vlahos. Yeah, yeah. 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 Ky- kindly said I was twenty-four, and I'll take it. I'll take that to my grave. He was only ten years off. <laughs> no, not quite ten. But yeah, all right. Well, I appreciate that from y'all. You know, you know. Honestly, it's a selfish question because I, I, I want to feel good. So thank you for making me feel good. I appreciate it. No, I mean, I don't tell. I mean, I'm. I'm older than a lot of our classmates so I don't that's been the thing I think once you reach professional school and even I felt a little bit in undergrad you don't notice that kind of we're all everyone in professional school I feel like you're all kind of on the same sort of stage of life some people are a little bit different some people are have a family now or other things but overall we're all experiencing very similar things so I don't think those sort of age differences really they're not as um, obvious as I think they would be mm-hmm. otherwise. Yeah, that's a good good point. 
Absolutely. Now, uh, you know, dental school has been been a lot of fun and a lot of, uh, like you said, different experiences from different people. Has there been anything in dental school so far that you've absolutely, you know, uh, I won't say hated, but like didn't really like and wish that we could do differently and slash maybe if you don't want to do that side, has there been something that has been so fun that you didn't quite expect coming into dental school? That's been a, a joy for you. And maybe that's a, a lot of a lot to ask, uh, you know, at once. But has there been one particular notable memory? Memory, I guess you'd like to share with us about dental school. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can say maybe you should think about the good thing. I'm my immediate thought goes to the negative of I knew it was coming because I'd been warned, but I I was not a science major in undergrad, so first semester our welcome into dental school with the fundies that was that was rough for me i'd be studying with people um since most people were like bio majors or chemistry majors or they'd be like oh i remember that from da 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 course i'm like that's great i'm i'm learning it for the first time and we're going at the speed of light through it all so i i don't know how it could be improved because i we do have a limited amount of time we can learn stuff in. And I understand it's very important to have those foundations, but I don't know. That was, that was rough for someone who was not, who didn't have that same science background that I could just pull little bits from. Some of it was familiar from just like prereqs and the DAT, but there was a lot of things that were just, I guess I didn't, I couldn't think the same way as a lot of, I think people who just, for years took those same sorts of bio exams could. So that was, that's probably a very prominent negative memory. I'm not going to forget. <laughs> I, I still stand fundamentals. One was the worst part of dental school. Like I, and not, and I say that as someone who like it came off, not so bad for me. Like I had the science background and this and that, but it was still way too much. Like they, and I, and I think it has gotten better. Dr. Uh, Runs has changed Run. a lot uh, from what I heard from the D2s, so or the D1s now. Um, so yeah, I stand by you. Fundamentals was miserable, so you were not alone. Yeah, the uh, the lecture that stands out to me from Fundamentals one was those uh, lipids. Uh, I can't remember which professor it was, but it was just walls of text. Yeah, walls of text and just like <laughs> the the mic quality, and then that was a part of the Zoom University, so it's I guess it's not their fault, but. Yeah. Yeah. Those were rough. I'm glad we're past those forever. We'll never, never, ever, ever. I mean, even for a review of systems, I feel like it wasn't, I mean, the app will, whatever you study, you'll, you'll get what you need to move on for the board. So we yeah. shouldn't be too worried. Uh, that's a good point. As uh, negative of a time as that was, I will say the camaraderie our class had at that time was probably at its peak, which was nice. Like in terms of like in the group me, Oh, just yeah, like yeah. memes galore, like constantly messaging, like, you know, it was like, it felt like the most connected our class was, which is kind of ironic since, you know, we didn't get to spend as much time together in person. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of like, like a live commentary going on on the fundamentals. Right. Like, For sure. <laughs> yeah, that's honestly, exactly what it was like. It, it almost brought the class together that shared commiser just kind of yeah. everyone together you're right not, not that i forgot but that's a good point it was like super fun to to just see you know what this person or that person had to say about this yeah or... like now the only time something similar happens is when an exam isn't open on time yeah. and everyone starts messaging uh, and it's like a taste of like you know 
I get a little nostalgic in those moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still can't believe that uh what's her name? Um Cassidy guessed the password. I literally I was I got the password from Dr. uh Shivali and I see it, I was like, what? How did she do that? Like she just, <laughs> she must have been there just spamming every possible implant like thing, locator, ex, you know, this and that, just going through it. And she got it. I was like, wow, good for her. Yeah. Oh. She, was, she hacked. What if she got main- locked out? <laughs> There was there was someone I think it may have been Lucy. Lucy thought it was a joke, so she sat there for another thirty minutes oh just waiting for the password. Not oh, realizing no. <laughs> terrible. Yeah, but yeah, because now that we're in person, you know, I think those moments still happen when we're kind of people are having the same thoughts about whatever's going on in the lecture or class. But now that we're actually in person, people you're only really speaking to the people directly around you versus when it was all Zoom. It, whatever came into your head went straight to the group I mean everyone could kind of share in that moment so those were good times I mean I have a cat and before that oral surgery exam when we were going through uh we're gonna call them on the syllabus number nope not that syllabus number we're gonna call this syllabus number nope that's still the wrong I was just I I think I was so tired and stressed I just started laughing like just by myself <laughs> laughing hysterically and my cat just stared at me so concerned she's like oh my gosh she has oh. lost her mind because oh, I was just man. laughing at all the memes going through the chat as we all sort of shared in this ridiculous situation no I know what you mean I know what you mean that that sometimes that's the best thing laughter is the best medicine at some point it just kind of it's a good perspective sometimes to be like, hey, I control what I can control. And when things are going wrong, just kind of laugh it off and, and move on. Yes, yeah. we, we got a tough transition coming up D3 year with with clinics and stuff. So I hope we can all be as, you know, <laughs> as malleable as we can be. Mace, do you remember uh, before the was it the second fundies exam? You bringing up laughter being the best medicine, just like we would study in Volker in that uh upstairs room in volker and i it was like maybe 11 or close to midnight i mean it was late and i just remember there were like five or six of us and we were just like i I at least remember you me brandon ben and amir and we were just crying laughing and i don't even know what i do remember us laughing crying laughing but what we were laughing at because i kept on looking out the window oh (laughs) <laughs> um, disclaimer we don't we don't condone that behavior but yeah he was logging it, it, it was a rough time a for me too christy yeah. it was, was a it, yeah i was just that that window i i kept on thinking about a hard landing <laughs> also on the way home uh i got pulled over so that just oh, like no. added to it i mean luckily i didn't get a ticket i just got a warning because my taillight was out which was oh whatever you know you know what's crazy about that time and they, they might not know this obviously we've talked about this before but all three of us would go like ben alan and i would drive up to volker to study and then drive back solo well and that we never started carpooling until like the end of d1 year it took yeah. us forever to be like hey why don't we just carpool <laughs> but just uh, so much stress clouding your thoughts that's that's what it had to be lipids mitosis <laughs> oh man Reb cycle yeah no, absolutely I like, I guess we're past it now. Now we just got to get through Dr. T's oral path and this gauntlet of some schedule, you know, exam schedules <clears throat> coming up. But uh, yeah, 
should be all right. You mentioned that you weren't a bio major, Christina. What what what, what did you study? Or or science typical? So what was your major? I was a Spanish major. No way. Wow. Yeah. Wait, when, how many hours of Spanish is that? Uh I don't know how many I ended up doing because I also did I did study abroad down in Argentina one summer so and it wasn't it gets it kind of confuses people because my mom's side of the family is from Colombia so like I grew up speaking Spanish it's more of a major because I I tested out of like I guess the fundamental Spanish classes where you actually learn the basics of the language and the grammar and all of that it was more most of my classes were like I had history classes that were in Spanish and it was about you know Latin American history or Spain um I had a film class that was about uh it was film theater performance art in Spanish or like a class on um different periods of literature in Spanish so it was more it was more of a major I guess into just the overall history and culture in um spanish-speaking countries and all that but yeah <laughs> very yeah. different from I, the other features i mean you were you were talking it like the way you set that up i was like maybe she's gonna say something that's like oh it's not really spanish that's like that's like real spanish that's like as spanish as it gets that is awesome did you, you went to uab here no i went to um emory in atlanta, in atlanta. okay awesome yeah wow. i'm from birmingham but uh was out over there in Georgia for four years. Plenty of that was enough Atlanta for me. I'm happy yeah. to be back over here. Atlanta's yeah. a little, a little too much for me. Too much. For, wow. It's very fitting for a, a a very fitting city for a person like Ben who <laughs> can't make it on the podcast. <laughs> oh Ben, damn Argentina. What year did you were you in Argentina? Do you remember? Uh, it was between my sophomore and junior year so it would have been summer 2016 and it was exciting because Argentina was playing I think Chile yes uh yeah so they were upset I got to see it was all over the news uh Messi was upset because Argentina had lost in the final and he was complaining I think that he always holds the team on his back I think he sort of sort of implied that he might leave and you would just see on the news, everywhere on the news, the hordes of people waiting for the bus to pull in, all with their signs, crying, screaming, "Don't leave us, Messi!" Yeah. That oh my god, well, that's what, I, and that's why I was so curious about the time because yes, he yeah. had been unfortunately he got into the World Cup final before that in 2014 in Brazil, lost, lost twice I think, and the Chile just like really kept beating him somehow. Um, in the you know in the um. South American kind of gold cup that they have there. And then, uh, but you know, luckily now he, he finally pulled through, but wow, that is awesome. What an awesome life experience. So now I know who to go to when I need some translation well, in the clinic. <laughs> no, 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 no. If I'm with a patient, I, yeah, no, 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 no. This is secret information. <laughs> secret Everyone information. Listening, this is secret information. No one needs to know. That's right. We forbid everyone from using that. All right. Anyone that's listened to that, we'll just, you know, men in black kind of red dot yeah. them. Yeah. Forget that that happened. Wow. How awesome. Ethan, well, uh, yeah. we we talked uh, a lot about this at the beginning of school, but, uh, you know, maybe there's some truth to what Mace is saying in that, like, I have a memory, the memory of a goldfish. But uh, so your dad is an Air Force vet, right? Right. Yeah. And uh, you're currently using the GI Bill. Correct. 
Yeah. And how has that experience been? Uh, you know, I, I'm thankful. It's been really nice. Uh, it's taken a lot of the stress off for like tuition and um, it's it pays like a little bit each month. It, it covers rent and like a little bit extra. It's like a little bit of food and some of those costs. Um, it's actually it's a Call of Duty game. Okay. So, yeah. uh, it's it's bittersweet because it, it's it's running out right now. Like it it's oh really this month yeah because uh, my dad split it with my brother and I because you can do like I two years, yeah yeah dang but it's been so yeah. nice. I I had like nineteen months, a little over nineteen months left, which I ch- was able to transfer to Rowan mm-hmm. so that she could use it for PA school and and she's doing the dual degree so. It won't cover the whole thing, but it covers a decent amount as well. So it's it's definitely a nice, uh, I guess, um, nice support, I guess, for, for what it is. And uh, were you in Alabama before uh, UAB? Uh, so, yeah, so my uh, my dad was stationed in Florida right, right around the time I was like looking for undergrad. So uh, there's a lot of the different universities were kind of advertising and uh, giving shows around. And it just so turned out I went to like a little University of Alabama, like seminar thing they put on and they talked about like what the school has to offer and like the scholarships available. And I ended up going there. So that that's where I did undergrad. And that was a really good experience. And my dad was still in the service while I was in undergrad. So he was stationed in South Carolina. Uh, when I was actually like applying to, to dental school um, and that, the whole the whole issue of residency is kind of funky when you're talking about a military family, because we uh, even though my dad was stationed in South Carolina, I was technically uh, a Florida resident when I was at Alabama because it's just this is all kind of funky. Yeah. But, um, so I ended up applying out of state to UAB. But due to the GI Bill, it's there's like laws around technically you're you're given like an in-state tuition rate that's right yeah Yeah. we we went through we had to jump through some hoops for rwanda to get the in-state for it they were really fighting it so but you know it worked out and then so you what what places did you visit i mean like what places was where your dad was your dad stationed like growing up yeah. So originally um, my dad got into, so I was born and I was a year old when my dad got into the air force. Cause he, so he was a lawyer. So he's, I guess for, for those that know he's a Jag, that's like a military lawyer, but um, yeah, he, he got into it cause uh, they were looking for primarily healthcare, I think was the biggest draw. So he got into the service and mm-hmm. one year old me, our first assignment was to Arizona uh, Luke air force base. And then uh, from there, we went up to Alaska, as a place called well, Mace wants to go to Alaska pretty badly. Actually. If I get Alaska, I'm screwed. I cannot handle the cold. Let me so, tell so you. Your, it's your Air Force, right, Mace? I am. I am. I'm on the, the three-year HPSP uh, with the Air Force. So, And then they also require us to apply to an AEGD like, um, through the Air Force. So there's a potential I'll do a one-year AEGD if I get accepted. And then I'll do three years after that. And then after that, it's if I decide to re-up or whatever, I, I really don't know what my plans are at that point. But yeah, your father would be disappointed, Ethan, if he saw the future of the Air Force now. That's when <laughs> when Mace was like, I, I'm thinking about applying to a HPSP program. I was like, oh, do Air Force, do Air Force, because I wanted to make sure no one would taint the Navy name. <laughs> 
Yeah, but uh, this not, is what I this is what I have to deal with all day. Not a, sorry not for a, uh, interrupting. So where did you go after Alaska? Yeah, so from Alaska, we were stationed to Colorado Springs, which is another pretty cold assignment in the winter. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I went to my Colorado because the the summers are must have been gorgeous there. Yeah, they're they're really pretty. Yeah, um, it's it was a it was a good place to be overall. There's a lot of stuff to do there too. So there's like pretty close access to skiing up in like Denver and yeah. Yeah. And then also like all the mountains are cool. Uh, there's like a train that takes you to the top of Pikes Peak. I got to try it. I've been to Colorado about once, like one, oh, I was really young, but I went a second time, like when I was older and yeah, I'm with you. Colorado's gorgeous, but keep going. Colorado Springs. So Colorado Springs. And then we were stationed uh, down in Florida, kind of on like the space coast. Yeah. Is uh, Patrick Air Force Base. So they have like helicopters that they send out to look for like capsules returning, make like the, make sure the astronauts are safe and stuff wow. like that. That was a cool assignment. Yeah. But uh, then from there up to Illinois. So that was, so what was that uh, experience like for you? Like how, how long was your dad usually at each or your family at each station? Was it about three years? So it was anywhere from like one and a half to four. Oh, so wow. That's so a four. four was, yeah. Four was the longest time we stayed in any one um, base and that was when we were in Colorado but it was yeah it was it was pretty short in each place was it tough yeah. you think like the, the having to transition so often new schools like you you were a new student like three or four times in your you know in your education yeah, yeah I did the math I think I in the end uh was it like six or seven different schools wow. before I graduated high school it was it was quite a quite a lot of jumping around but Did you look back at it as a like as a positive experience or is it something that you feel like you could have benefited from not dealing with? I, I think overall it was positive just because I got to I got to meet a whole lot of different people kind of from all over the country. And I got to see a lot of different things that a lot of people, I guess, don't get to see. And it's kind of like becoming like a miniature local, like you're, you're almost almost accepted to like local status wherever you are and then you're reassigned somewhere else it's, it's like every three years was your high school um truncated or were you at a high school for four years i was so i i finished um my freshman year of high school in illinois and then i was re so that was when we were assigned to florida again so i did freshman year one place and then the last three years i finished out at the same high school I, I would say that's probably the most critical if you could get your high school at you know like that or maybe all four years I feel like that would be the best case scenario just because I at least for me high school was tough transition for me just uh culturally you know school wise and having that stability I'm sure helps a little bit but that is it straight from from Egypt to high school you're talking about me yeah no 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 I grew up here what are you talking about <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Why was it uh, a hard transition for you culturally? Uh oh, well, I I've I guess I haven't talked about this, but I feel like I so I didn't experience like true American like media, I would say like culture till high school. Like I didn't have we didn't grow up with cable. I didn't really watch any of like or listen to American music. Like most of what I watched was was uh like on a satellite for Egyptian TV and Egyptian culture. And then every summer I'd go home to Egypt three months. Right. So I feel like I still 
And I'm very happy to have that side of me. Like, and that's not to say that I wasn't well adapted in middle school, but I definitely had, it was tough. Middle school is tough. I wasn't making the best grades either. And it wasn't until high school where things kind of got together. I made some friends that were, uh, you know, older than me in other classes that kind of helped me um, see what the right classes to take and what the right way to study is. This and that, or what I could be, I guess. Um, And then on top of just, all of a sudden I'm like listening to music, like I'm playing tennis, I'm playing soccer with, with some of, you know, in at school, I'm, uh, you know, making friends at school and hanging out with my friends at school. This and that. I think all of that um, helped me develop the social side of my personality. Cause I was not this talkative kind of p- person before that, you know, came out of my shell, you could say. So um, if I had to move two or three times in high school, I think that'd be tough. Like to make, be the new student, this and that, but um mm-hmm. But again, I, I'm sure it brought like what you like you said, uh, you know, some resiliency and some some life experiences that, um, you know, obviously brought you to where you're at today, Ethan. So yeah, I'm happy to have that. Mm-hmm. I'd be I'd be uh, it'd be an honor and privilege to meet your dad one day. You know, be like, hey, you know, let me know what you, you know any advice yeah. on the Air Force if that if that ever came to be. I'd, I'd love to be introduced. Yeah, if you have ever uh, any specific Air Force questions <laughs> or Air Force Air Force uh, legal Air Force. advice is needed, there we go. Yeah, how do how do I get this guy uh removed from the navy? That might be what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always give we we give each other a hard time, but uh, no, I, I'm actually really excited about it. Like, yes, the the, the scholarship side of and like having the financial security is awesome. But mm-hmm. after speaking with Dr. Broom and Dr. McClenny, they really um, gave me a lot of insight and and kind of uh, and I'm excited for the training that I'll get to. So oh, yeah, it's good. Are you so? I'm I'm curious. Are you interested in uh, any overseas assignments? You know, if I, so currently I'm single, um, if I was, you know, engaged or, or let's say married or something, I would, it would be up to the family. I think I would make it a family decision. I, mm-hmm. so I would, I would definitely be interested. Like if I were, let's say married to another Arab, um, like myself, I'd mm-hmm. be interested in doing an Arab, like, uh, uh, you know, overseas. I think that'd be cool for me, like to get my Arabic. So I think I have pretty good Arabic, but it could be a lot better. I'd want my Arabic to improve. I wouldn't mind living overseas if that's something that, Cause I know if I put that, if I rank that as number one, I think I'd get it. Um, so I wouldn't mind it. And I know, I, I don't know what, air, I, there must be something in, in like Qatar or, or Bahrain, one of those countries. I'm sure. Uh, I think Bahrain is, well, Bahrain. I know the Navy sends people to Bahrain, but usually that's, I think the Middle East tends to be without your family, like solo, um, like year long deployments. I see. Technically. I have no idea if it's still like this, but I think Turkey has a base where you can take your family to. At least I wouldn't mind Turkey. Point. Turkey's gorgeous, but I, I don't know if that's still a thing. Yeah, like I wouldn't mind Turkey either. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's, he's a little little medical tourism on the side too. <laughs> a little bit of medical. That's right. Um, yeah, no, uh, the Navy had like there. I don't know how the Air Force works, but in the Navy there are like a few duty stations that if you could be stationed at, but without your family. So mm-hmm. obviously like any deployment, your family can't go and, and places like, um, so, uh, Djibouti, uh, is a place that actually a lot of, uh, sailors get stationed. Um, Guantanamo, you can't take your family down to Guantanamo, uh, Bahrain. Uh, that's all I could think of off the top of my head, but, but other places like, like, Rota, Spain. Uh, I think there's a place called Siganella in Italy. Uh, 
Yeah. There's Okinawa, Japan. Like all all those are are places that you could go with your family. Yeah. But well, I, again, I don't know. For the Air Force, it's, it's yeah, definitely it's, definitely something that you know cross that bridge when it when it gets there and mm-hmm. see how things go. But yeah, I mean, we all know you're probably going to do 20 years in Alaska. Oh, Alaska. If I have my way, that's if if I if any high ranking person owes me anything, that is all I'm going to try to do is get you stationed in Alaska for 20 years. Oh, man. I if I save the president's life. I am going to ask him what with with a sure. with First a class two or what? <laughs> what? What are you going to do to save this president's life? You going to do a, well, a, a, you know, an impeccable class two MOD uh, or something? Dive, take a bullet in the shoulder, <laughs> maybe. Hey, medical emergencies taught us about uh, tracheotomies. That's so. right. That's right. I do a little impromptu. <laughs> he has talked That's about a, one. He has I'm, talked about wanting to do a trach. I I have actually look. <laughs> So I went through like core training, like to, to be a hospital corpsman in the Navy. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we learned about trachs and this is side note, but I remember one time I was talking to Ramon. I don't know what it was. We were talking about like allergies or I don't know what it was, but I was like, yeah, if your throat swelled up or anything, I would trach you like on the spot. I was like, I, and she was like, let me die. Let me die. Please don't <laughs> trach me. I was like, you would rather die than get trached. And she's like, have you heard those people talk? I don't want to put down anyone who's been trached, but it's like, I don't want to sound like that. And I don't think you'll do it correctly. And all this stuff. And I was just like, it, I was actually, I was pretty upset. This was like two years ago. And I still think about it from time to time. And I would trach her if I had to. <laughs> She'll end up listening to this. So I'm letting her know. <laughs> you better carry an EpiPen around. Well. I would trust you, Alan, to trach me. Nah, you you are one person who shouldn't trust me to trach me. <laughs> Anyone you else? Slip slip towards the uh, jugular? No. It's all all in fun, all in jest. We just like to have a good good laugh, and uh, I hope that we uh, you know give you guys a good laugh sometimes in school. We you know some of some of our jokes are a little corny, but uh, but I appreciate you guys always. Uh, you know and. Christina and Ethan, I, I do want to thank you guys. Sometimes you guys are always, uh, or not sometimes, I feel like you guys, like, for example, there was that um, coffee with the dean. You guys are very present in school. And I think it's very important to kind of, uh, to try to show that presence and, 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 um, and, and uh, what's, what sort of dedication, I guess, that you guys have. And it's a very, uh, it's a role model to some of us. So I appreciate that from you guys. And thank you all for coming on. Um, I didn't want it to run too long. And I know we all got some stuff to do. But uh, is there anything else that you guys is, do? Y'all have any questions for us that you'd like to ask, or for the pod? I, or did y'all have a good time? It's okay if you I don't. Feel, have I feel any. like I feel like it's tradition at this point. But uh, where's Ben? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> Look, Ben lives a life lives a life of a hundred men. I feel Ben does. So Ben is either who knows? He's either. I know his roommates have like a one of those like uh hibachi skillets or what are they called like the those little black black iron I don't know black stovetop things. So they're probably with this great weather making fajitas without us. Uh, they're probably uh, drinking watching the Elite Eight without us. Um, and uh, what else? Probably uh, playing ping pong pool. He's always doing something of that nature. He's always having a good time. Um, Ben, I don't know if y'all know, but he lives with like D3s and D4s. And so 
Alan coined the phrase, but he's like the most famous popular or he's the most popular guy in dental school because I feel like everyone knows Ben and uh and deservedly so the guy is a very uh gregarious awesome attitude and fun to hang around with but what was yeah. that first word gregarious was, oh, was that gregarious? A... i thought you said precarious i was like what oh, okay. <laughs> fitting for the podcast <laughs> no no uh and so yeah ben we don't know where he is he just he's like he just could make it which we we, we knew ben is on call ben is on call That's right. <laughs> Uh, but, Ethan, did you uh, keep Call of Duty? Oh, yeah. No, I still have it. Okay. Well, well, I haven't played in like... Dude, I, I don't think I've played since winter break. Like, beginning of winter break. So, we'll have to we'll have to get a group of us going. We're working yeah, on I getting that you. exam schedule fixed a little bit. Uh, I don't know what we can and cannot move, to be honest. But uh, we'll, once we figure that out, maybe we can figure out and squeeze in a time. But... Uh... But a pre- squeezing but the time, squeezing it. That's time. what we are. Just something to put on his schedule. Well, Dota always comes first. I, I've always Dota told y'all that I, I've like never squeezed in a time for COD with us. But this guy, Dota every day. No, that's not true. Actually, I don't even play Dota that often. Honestly, honestly, recently I haven't. I didn't take like, my computer what? back over the spring break, so I kind of had a uh, had a respite from from all gaming. So how, how long have you been playing Dota? So there was a game. So there was Dota one that was, and that's a Warcraft three mod. Um, that was so that was two thousand eight maybe, and then after that, Han came out here as a New Earth, which was like it was supposed to be the new fresh game. Um, that's like it, a MOBA, and so that was like two thousand ten, I would say, and then we switched to Dota two, um, because it just Han kind of died. Uh, maybe two thousand twelve, and so since then, me and my buddies have been winning and losing games and i've gotten i've actually gotten pretty good at the game but it takes so long i would never recommend someone to just like hey pick up the game because you you probably need a hundred hours just to like know what the heck is going on let alone you know get flamed by me so because <laughs> i do uh, yeah. flame a little bit <laughs> and i'm i'm like alan i've so i well i started off and i don't want to go on another tangent but no I you're good no kid so my first my first uh system was like a Game Boy Advanced SP. And then yeah. from there I went on to like the DS and then I got the GameCube and then the Wii. And then I think it was like my the end of my sophomore year in high school, I finally got like my first PlayStation. It was a PlayStation 4. So then from I have the PlayStation 4 and then now uh I think like about a year after it came out, I got the PS5 finally. PS5 is nice. So you'd it say is. you're a PlayStation guy now through and through? Yeah, I also have a Switch for those like Mario Kart and those other just random Nintendo games. But yeah, I think most of my times. Yeah, Alan's like a Kirby spammer. And in, in, uh, yeah, in- I love Kirby. <laughs> now, let me tell you, I cannot stand playing with people on uh, Smash Bros who play who spam Kirby and Mace. Mace will do nothing but down B Kirby the <laughs> entire time. It is the most annoying. I'm like, OK, we get it. You don't have any skill. Pick a different character. No, I don't just down B. What, el- what else do I also do? I take one for the oh, team. He'll, he'll, uh, he'll, well, how do I wear this? He'll uh, use Kirby. He'll, he'll suck <laughs> the, your character, uh, with Kirby. And I, I don't know how to word it other than, oh, you didn't, like, okay. Yeah, I don't, you know. yes, I suck your character in and I jump and then off the he'll bridge, jump off the thing. I have no shame in it, but I'll do it when I have two life. He has one life and I win the That's game. That's right. Yeah. It's, look, like I said, Dota is like a 70 strategy chess game, and you don't, and you lack that strategy. You're a very brute force, 
you see red and you're like a bull. It's okay. So they they know what I'm talking about. They're on my side. I don't think so. <laughs> but uh, no, no. I again appreciate you guys. Oh, let oh, me let ask... me throw out these dental facts. Oh yeah, what's it? Well, t- tell it at the, at the very end. Like, it'll be the last part when we do the outro. So save. Oh, it. like during the outro. This yes. is usually not my role. But... <laughs> it's usually Ben's role. Uh, <laughs> do y'all have? And y'all don't have to have one. But do y'all have someone that we should uh, maybe ask to see if they should come on? If not, we will we'll go and pick. But is there anyone off the top of y'all head that y'all want to nominate? Maybe a couple. We've been uh, we've been struggling. That's that's we've been struggling on that homework assignment. Hey, no, no, there's no need. No, don't worry about it. We're all, it's all schedule dependent anyway. So we'll we'll figure that side out. Thank you guys so much. Honestly, this was a lot of fun. Honest, more than anything, I think this is therapeutic for me. Uh, and so uh, very selfishly, I'm happy that y'all came on. But I hope y'all had a good time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. No, thanks for having us. And now I got to figure out how to share the screen again. So someone filibuster real quick. Uh, Why don't oh, I do my go. dental facts now? No, I figured it out. All right. Oh. This was a precarious <laughs> tale. Be able to hear my dental facts. Um, I'm uh, one of your hosts, Maysara, and Alan will take us away with his dental facts. Yes. All right. So <clears throat> I actually have two because I think these are pretty good. Uh, one, uh, my first fact is one in four adults do not brush their teeth twice a day. I thought wow. that was interesting. Okay. The other fact is... Uh, that floss is quite durable. A West Virginia inmate once used dental floss to braid a rope, which he used to scale a building and escape in 1992. I don't know if they're still making floss the same way, but that's pretty wild. We could not leave on that like uh, on that depressing note. <laughs> How's that depressing? He, I didn't say he hung himself. Okay. I said he scaled the building. Oh, I guess I guess that's not depressing. Oh, so okay, so we this is us, so we could use floss if we need to escape dental school. <laughs> there, you there we go. You <laughs> feel the need to escape PCD I lab? Somebody using was it a toothbrush? Did oh yeah, it? somebody like There's broke out a of recent, a prison. People, these two dudes recently broke out of a prison using like a metal object and a plastic toothbrush. Wow. Cut a hole in the so you know we have multiple ways of escape anything's possible when you put yeah. your mind to it wow. with dental tools you know that reminds me i know this is last last thing but we should there was that um that organization that we started after ethics um well not us but it was uh oh, i think it was aaron aaron and uh and ari i believe right yeah and they were very particular because we did some talking about like donating stuff to the prison and they were like very particular about like it's tough to bring stuff and donate. So what you said adds up. Wow. Well, that was an episode of Precarious Tale. Thank you guys so much. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your weekend and good luck studying everyone.